An interesting week of NFL football as the Taysom Hill experience rolls along in New Orleans. Meanwhile, the Jets are able to clutch defeat from the strong hands of victory against the Raiders. We'll talk about a little bit of everything, and perhaps it's time for the person who's speaking to admit some things about fantasy football. You'll find out what that is on the other side. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hello. and Tom. Hey, everybody. And if you're hearing this, congratulations if you made the playoffs. And if you didn't make the playoffs, <laughs> losers. <laughs> You're speaking with three men who fall on both sides of that coin in a in an arrangement of leagues. So, of course, uh, course I was joking. You do not need yeah. to feel anything. Uh, just find that one player whose fault it is that you didn't make the playoffs and blame it on them for the rest of your life. The best ones for me were um, a couple of my leagues. I was three and six and I finished on four game uh, winning streaks to make playoffs oh. pretty comfortably. Oh. So those two were very fun to follow over the past couple of weeks. Hopefully it continues. But. Of course, that I've had some that uh, actually it's I feel like it's a good time to drop this. Actually, why yeah. not? Rest in peace to all those fallen teams. Oh, man, what a drop that is. I'm so happy we do that. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I had a pretty good I year. This was, I was like, who got hurt? Apart from that dynasty team that I mentioned, uh, I think it was last week, I'm in everywhere. And honestly, more buys than ever. And largely due to Antonio Gibson, even though, you know, his week this week doesn't end so great, he he projected, projectiled me into the front of my standings in so many places that it actually was mostly irrelevant that, uh, that he got hurt. Yeah. And now he's got an irrelevant week. To spend resting his toe. Uh, we're recording this Monday Monday night. Uh, so the Steelers-Washington football team game is uh, ugly. You know, ugly and, of course, uh, just about ready to get finished up. But we've got some more things to get to before we even talk about what's going on in that game. Scotty, let's get back to the drops and let's get to our losers of the week. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. And let me tell you something. I'm, start, I'm forced starting on this. Russell Wilson's my loser of the week. 15 points against the Giants. That's a pedestrian effort. Fine. You weren't getting him, you know, maybe in some cases you drafted him as the fourth or fifth quarterback. So that's not a terrible performance. But I'm sick of let Russ cook. I'm officially sick of it. Off. He's not that good. He's, he's a great fantasy football quarterback. He's had some great moments in his career. He's just not there. He needs in the what? system around him to be good in order to perform well. Dude, he's not he's performing so well. Good. Guess it's who's not? Dude, 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 dude. I'm not going to max. Kelly. We're talking about the quarterback who lost at home to the giants, right? Yeah. The giants defense, which has okay. been really, really good lately as well. And you should add mm-hmm. them uh, because they actually have some good matchups upcoming. And that's, uh, that's fantasy perspective, but I don't want to Stephen a Smith and max Kellerman this out that, you know, Russell, Russell Wilson is good at football. It's crazy to say that he's not good. 
He does this every year. He starts off like a barn on fire, and then he fades yeah. like hell down the stretch. It, ha- it happened last year. It happened the year before. He this has, is what he does. He has great a couple great matchups coming up. He gets a J- the Jets next week. Yeah, and, you're uh, gonna be good, eating good. those words with a little, the little free sample sized uh, scooper from Baskin Robbins, just a little tiny spoon, because it's gonna take that long. You're little gonna feel that sad. One bit at a time. Yeah, one dipping dot at a time. You'll be eating those words. You'll be putting them right back into your mouth. Probably, especially in the playoffs. But I'm just, you know, you wonder why the guys never received an MVP vote. And I know this is too much real football for this take. But you wonder why a guy doesn't get an MVP vote. And that's why. That's why. That's he doesn't get an MVP vote because everyone already well. knows he's so good. He's actually too good to get MVP votes. Is that why Mahomes isn't going to win this year? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think Rodgers might win it this year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mahomes <laughs> isn't going to win it. And if he does, it will be a comeback story could. from when he didn't win it last year. Fair enough. Scotty, uh, you it's, got a, a nice list. I'll go. I'm already going to do I'm already going to do a Mr. Go Back. It's why Belichick doesn't get Coach of the Year every year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, but Russ never got it. Russ ain't LeBron or Belichick, though. Exactly. I I get what you're saying, Don. He's good. He's great. He's not the the elite superstar that, you know, we all want him to be. No. Not at all. Uh, Scotty. You uh, really covered this well. It was honestly tough for me to find one. Well, I was I threw them all on there just in case someone you guys could always steal them for me. I don't care, but uh, I'm I don't know which one to pick because there were so many that really could have tanked potential playoff teams. Uh, Ceh just is active and doesn't play a single snap. The healthy decoy in the week to get into the playoffs. That is, this is a guy that you blindly trust every week. This could be a loser of the year type uh, week. Uh, Justin Herbert and the entire Chargers team just no show on you. 45 nothing against the Patriots. I don't know if I've ever seen a team lose 45 nothing, And the team that they lost to have 70 passing yards. That's <laughs> a team. Stat. It's important to note. Actually, I'll leave this stat for later because uh, I thought it was so funny. 45 And they had less than 100 passing yards. Yeah, they probably they had more punt return yards than passing yards. Uh, Todd Gurley was a huge one. Tom, you did a great job in pointing him out in our shutdowns. And Miles Sanders, this was an absolutely epic matchup. You're playing against the Packers. You're supposed to run all over these guys. You barely play 10 carries, 30 yards. All these guys deserved it. The weird thing with Miles Sanders, too, is he had a couple of runs early in that game where I was like, oh, wow, like the Eagles are going to make a game out of this. And then they just didn't. And because of that, it was a lot of Boston Scott in the second half. I don't know. Like, I think the Eagles are kind of walking back on a lot of things they said. You know, they had mentioned, like, we're not considering benching Carson Wentz. We're riding with him. We're going to keep Jalen Hurts in and out as we see fit, blah, 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 blah. But they also said early in the season that Miles Sanders was going to be their workhorse back, their 20 to 25 touch a game back. He hasn't been that now. I think it's like four weeks straight. He's hovered at around a 50% snap share. This isn't something that's going to change anytime soon, I don't think, especially with the Eagles really needing to evaluate everybody's position moving forward. Yeah. What do you think CEH going back? His uh, like RB number is in standard and PPR. I have it in front of me. Standard and PPR. Yeah, whatever you say, want. Stake your claim I on would whichever. Say 
I would say standard. He's definitely outside the top 20. Actually, no, because he was like second in the league in rushing yards. He was like RB 12 in, in half PPR before this week. So oh, wow. He probably hasn't dropped outside the top 15 in either one. He's 15 in standard. Quietly been brutal this year. 15 in standard, 13 in PPR. But you picked him in the first round, which is not that. Yeah, and especially like because you drafted him in the first round, Tom, you probably felt like you had to start him even though there were negative practice reports all week unless you got him in a dynasty league like Scott did. You know, like I I still started I feel, him. Though. Yeah. And I wore that bagel right on the chest. Yeah. You sure. ate that bagel. And I actually started in the same league. Mm. Tom's loser. Oh, Two bagels Oof. for me. Oof, my goof. Tom, we go to your loser. Yeah, it sucks. It's Kyle Rudolph, and he hurt me too. And I know we recommended him too, so I figure I should just throw him on here. Um, the matchup was right. Everything was fine. Kirk Cousins threw touchdown passes. I actually played in a playoff game, a one-week early playoff game, where I was playing against Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Ooh. So all oh, no. three of the Vikings players who actually contributed, Man. and he just largely, and I mean – largely ignored Kyle Rudolph. So that was a brutal uh, distribution of the wealth for me, if we want to get a Bernie reference in here. But um, Kyle <laughs> Rudolph goes, and uh, he was below the, the 1%. He was below the poverty line. He was at zero points in any format across all leagues, a most brutal performance in the most holy of weeks. You Only don't play one... any point per target leagues, Tom? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I was going to say the only 1% that Kyle Rudolph was really concerned with was his target share. His ownership. Um, Well, that will certainly be the number he's hovering around after this week, Tom. Good point. We move on to our heroes. And wow, we actually have a list this week. Hats off to Scott. I was going in. I was like, oh, I don't think we created a doc this week. And I was like, oh, let me, you know, I got some time. Let me take care of it. Scott's got 15 names, all solid, solid names, yeah. up and down. Debatably solid. I think some of these guys, are, <laughs> I think some of these guys are, are, could be something down the stretch for sure. Uh, not, of course, starting with Ty Johnson, who ended up leading the Jets backfield against the Raiders. 22 carries, 104 Wait, yards, you don't and a touchdown. Think he's going to be good. I, Gore's got a concussion. There's no way, there's no reason to play Gore. Well, we could have said that week one, but here we are. Two carries for 104? It's crazy that it took all this for Adam Gase to realize he should try out another running back, right? Guy nearly gets five yards a carry, and, uh, you know, he gets like a a quarter of a hundred opportunities in this game, which is pretty insane considering he didn't even start the game. Uh, Frank Gore left with Le'Veon. Frank Frank Gore left right away, but uh, Ty Johnson is is a huge get this week. Josh Adams' next name on here. We'll cover them both at the same time, I suppose. He goes eight yep, for seventy four, yeah. no touchdown. Um, it doesn't mean that they won't play Josh Adams. I think this could easily shake out to be one of those things where like there was an injury in the middle of the game, and so they went Ty Johnson pretty heavy, and then next right. week it might be more split. But I would obviously prefer Ty Johnson based on the the usership. And the target share. Definitely. I just don't know who. And I mean, I guess stranger things have happened, but tough. People tough were playing us. Frank Gore this week. Uh, yeah, I so guess. It's just tough a, for someone very, to be right of mind and trusting a jet at this point. There's a chance those people survived. And yeah. Ty Johnson is sitting out there as a, you know, a, a good volume option. Did okay. you have his ownership number? Did you see his ownership numbers anywhere? Or should I take a look? Zero. They got to be. They're zero. Right. Okay. 
Not worth checking. Okay. Yeah, not with waivers having processed this week. Yet. Good point. Yeah, so they're at zero except for leagues that don't do that. So he's owned in those leagues only. <laughs> Good point. Uh, here we go again with Corey Davis. 12 targets, 11 catches, 182 yards, a and hammer. a touchdown. Unbelievable game for those of us who... Potential tr- man catch. I don't know if you uh, locked into a winner yet. On that oh, one. we did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, his was awesome, though, too. He, he, had a great t- he had a great catch. He had a great game. A.J. Brown, a little frustrating in this one. Got his catches, had some some pretty good yardage on some of them. Lost a fumble Got to his for own a little team. Bit. He was Left hurt, the game yeah. Injury, so he was very up and down in that time. Corey Davis kind of was like, "I got this. Yeah, just keep funneling me the ball." And they certainly did. Well, when you go uh, when down they were in comeback mode, seven at halftime, yeah. the other team's defense is like, "All right, go ahead, Corey Davis, go wild." Second time this season that Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns in the first half. I he think rocks. actually threw four touchdowns in the same quarter. Yeah, he rocks so, when he rocks, so and he's good. awful when he doesn't rock. Yeah, he, I hate him yeah. still. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's tough to not hate him after this. That's actually a great. I mean, he had a great game. I actually might start to like him because, you know, that'll be the contrarian thing to do. The zig when they zag, of course. <laughs> of course. Cam Akers, 21 carries is season high, 72 yards, a touchdown. He's now scored in two straight weeks. Also had a catch for 22 yards. His usage, usage numbers are the highest they've been all year. I think this is a guy you can believe in. Yeah. I think he's winning the job. It's terrifying to start a Rams running back at this point, but 21 carries for Cam Akers, three carries for Malcolm Brown, three carries for Daryl Henderson. So he dominates the running back touches in this game. And you watch this guy play, and I know Daryl Henderson's been great this year. Cam Akers has been no slouch in the opportunities he has gotten. You're going to get 21 carries playing for this Rams team giddy on up like let's go I think I would actually might actually move him up to the number one claim but if you really need somebody I would take him over the Jets guys for sure if you need somebody volume based I still think Ty Johnson might be the the best one Mm -hmm. uh Darrell Henderson did score in this game on a long touchdown for what that's worth um but again like on three carries that that carry easily could have gone for five yards and it would have meant another few catches for you know so for Cam Akers. Who knows? Malcolm Brown will get, you know, yeah. 15 touches next week. True. That's a problem. Mike Jasicki, Malcolm, another guy. Oh, sorry. But the problem yeah, with Tom. that is, like, oh, Malcolm, ahead, Malcolm Brown was, like, the no-brainer ad in the beginning. Then it was, like, Daryl Henderson is no-brainer start. And now it's Cam Akers' no-brainer uh, waiver claim. And it's, like, it, there's some revolving door here, but it, it just seems like the window is a little wide, so you can play it for a few yeah. weeks. Hopefully Cam Akers lasts the test of the playoffs. If you're going to yeah. break the bank. Yes. Another guy I'm actually interested in moving forward, Mike Jasicki. I think he's just turning into this late season guy. Remember, he came on like a freight train at the end of last season. Seems to be doing it again. 11 targets, nine catches, plays. 88 yards and a touchdown. Game. He had an awesome ca- catch. Another potential man, man catch uh, candidate. Yeah. He also made an awesome one-handed catch over the middle of the field mm-hmm. in this game. Gaining that trust from Tua. Maybe he sees the ball better off the left hand. Maybe. Although he was playing well with Fitzpatrick at the end of last year. But I do think you're right, Scott. I think that that's going to be something because two is going to be the starter as long as he's healthy. And if they can keep him upright, it seems like he's going to go to Jasicki as much as he can. Hey, Tom, how early did uh, Devontae Parker get tossed in this game? Do you know? Second quarter, I want to say. I'm not sure, to be honest. I saw Tyler Boyd get tossed. Tyler Boyd, Boyd got, got tossed, tossed and, in the second quarter. And Devontae quarter. Parker got tossed as he well. He got there tossed late. Huge, I, maybe it was late. It was. I, I was wondering if maybe Jasicki just went off because Parker wasn't on the field, but mm. I guess he was on the field for most of the game. Mm-hmm. 
Jasicki's yeah, uh, man catch candidate was. was basically a mirror image of last week's too. I guess we could check. So they got that play. Share if we yeah. To. No, right. Scott, I'm I'm very confident that it was late in the game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Another guy who, well, this guy's just back. This might be a zombie performance <laughs> if we can get the drop, Scotty. T.Y. Hilton all of a sudden might be back from the dead. Eleven catches, eight. Sorry, eleven targets, eight catches, 110 yards. And a touchdown. They were moving him all over the field, getting him open in space. He's scored in two weeks straight now. This has been nice to see. But can we trust it, I guess, is the only question worth asking. Well, here's my answer is he gets the same team again in week 15. So if, if that's not enough, then it'll never be enough for you. So if that's enough for you, put in a claim. If that's not enough for you, then the rest of the season should indicate otherwise. Keep scrolling on to one of these other guys we got out there. But uh, he's riding hot right now, and uh, you can always go with a hot hand with some good matchups. Like you said, the Colts matchups down the stretch are very good. Phil's been playing better as well. Mm -hmm. My boy, Phil. Phil. Never should have doubted him. He, He perked up this year. A smaller name, or a lesser-known name, but a cooler name than T.Y. Hilton, Kiki Cutie, also probably more trustworthy than T.Y. Hilton at this point, basically slotted in to do exactly what you would have hoped he would do. Nine targets, eight catches for 141 yards in this one. Yeah, Watson's out here. We can bring up Chad Hanson at the same time. Just like It's like, listen, Coach, just line somebody up out there, and I'll throw it to him. He's, he's, he's giving us that, like, Aaron Rodgers of old treatment when like mm-hmm. Adams would be out and he's just still drop bombs like MVS and all these kind of like no name type receivers. Chad Hansen was a former jet who I believe never played a single down for them. He goes for a honey bomb in his first game, basically ever. Of course, Texans showing you just how good Sean Watson is. Uh, the scary thing here is, is uh, cooks went into concussion protocol in this game. I think he ends up playing finishing this game but you know how you saw what happened with deandre swift where like you know it was like midweek it was like a thursday he was practicing the first couple days then he pops up on concussion and he hasn't played in like three weeks Mm -hmm. so something like that could easily happen with brandon cooks which makes kiki cutie a a huge potential ad and the same with chad hansen yeah for sure yeah does brandon cooks not have a concussion in in history injury if I'm saying he that absolutely does. Right? Yeah, yeah. He does have a littered concussion history. Got one yeah. in the Super Bowl when he was on the Pats. No doubt. All right, we move on. Let's talk about um Tim Patrick. Two tuds. Everybody knows the rules. You get two tuds, you get on the dock. He was my man catch pick uh for this week. Okay. Uh really liked what yep. he did on the I believe it was the second touchdown. The second one, was more yeah, of a yeah, yeah. Toe tapping extravaganza. Yeah, he's uh he's actually a good receiver. He just really doesn't get a ton of opportunity there. No. Uh, Drew Locke is, I think, kind of proven to not be that good. Who quarterbacks the Broncos next year? Uh, Drew Locke. Mm. Tom still got faith in the young blood. He's fine. One he more. got hurt. He's like playing through injury like every week. Him and Elway, you know, they go way back. <laughs> They're way back boys. They're way back boys. Way back boys. Right. <laughs> okay. We keep moving with our two tuds. Gets you to the dock theme. Adrian Peterson. I mean, he's what, such a freaking legend. Man. What more can you say? About I, that's him why I wanted to bring that. Up. He's definitely owned. You know, there's no way he's out there on the waiver. <laughs> People picking him. I just want to bring it up. AP has four touchdowns over the last two weeks. Thirty-five or thirty-six year old, allegedly dusty ass AP. 
is out here kicking ass. Love it. Love it. Uh, Dan Arnold. For a while, Kyle Murray had a really ugly line, only highlighted by the fact that he threw a 59-yard touchdown on the first pass attempt of the game to Dan Arnold, who later caught one in the back of the end zone of a shorter variety. Those two touchdowns, Dan Arnold's only two catches, though. If I'm not mistaken, this is the second time he's made the dock for two touchdowns. Could be. He's really low owned, so it's like if you have to play the most random tight end in the world, he should be a good crack at it. If you're in that that twenty man league in Don's Guillotine League, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you're in a league where like, was... everyone owns two tight ends for no good reason, and you're right. like that guide or something. So you're like, well, crap, <laughs> time we'll to play it. Dan Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All righty, uh, one more or, or two more for the two Tud Club. Alfred Morris, aka the Wayne Gallman Cuck or Vulture, whatever <laughs> term you prefer. Eight carries, 39 yards, and a touchdown. One target, one catch, six yards, and a touchdown for Alfred Morris. You know I am just sitting there stewing. stewing. That is bullshit. Two, two Wayne Gallman touchdowns taken from us by Alfred Morris as Wayne was rumbling. And the other problem is he's converting both in the red zone and – it's just sickening. Yeah. And Alfred Morris does good here. So, like, next week when Wayne Gallman's, you know, possibly running down the field and they get into the red zone, maybe Alfred Morris comes in and steals another one. It just makes you sick. It makes me want to <laughs> puke. All right. How about our guy, Gunnar Olszewski? I absolutely 100% do not know how to spell his last name. I I hear it enough, or I heard it enough on Sunday. He had a, I believe it was his only catch, was a 38-yard touchdown yeah. to Jarrett Stidham, uh, and he also took a punt back. Had two punt returns of 60 yards or more. So if you were in your return yardage leagues, he put together a monster performance for you yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a weird guy to look out for, for maybe for like Dynasty. Um, there was a fourth and one that he literally didn't get. I think it was last week, but they went to him on like a jet sweep and a fourth and one, you know, in an important play. Like he's getting things called out for him. A lot of people, you know, butter their bread before they become good receivers doing punt returns Can just you like this a guy. Little Edelman? Yes. A little bit of Edelman in there. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, um, that's he's how Edelman made his way at the beginning. It was taking the hey. punt returns, like Tom said, mixing in for these jet sweeps, maybe throwing a couple passes. That's how the bread gets go. buttered, exactly. And uh, you know, dynasty leagues, you got those deep rosters, you got someone to cut. Come on, buddy, you can cut them sure. for Gunner. All right, a couple <laughs> more names to get to Anthony Ferkser. I hardly know her, starting in place of Johnu Smith, who's hurt. Tannehill was getting to know her this week. Seven yeah, targets, five catches, 51 yards. Uh, if Johnu's going to miss time, the tight end gets targeted in this offense. You saw that with even the other guys. Like my, I think his name's Michael Hardman. Yeah. Or Michael uh, Pruitt. Pruitt, thank you. That's me, Cole Hardman. Yeah, yeah I got them mixed up so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually said, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like that, that, that works. That's gotta be it, right? <laughs> no, but and, the uh, funny thing with Berkshire is that he was getting targeted before Johnu even uh, like didn't play this week because Johnu finished out right. the game the week prior, and uh, Berkshire had five targets then, and he only got or and he got seven this time around. So there's room to grow. If you own Johnu and you know you're like me and Tom, and you started Kyle Rudolph this week, add Berkshire and yeah, you know just play whichever one's healthy. I like that. Uh, Rashard, I can't believe Rashard Higgins got on the dock, but when you have nine catches for 
Nine targets turned into six catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. Stretching it out a little bit this week. Yeah, that's I nine targets is a is a nine good is a number. lot. It's a good and if Baker's gonna throw four touchdowns, you know, that maybe maybe you can pick and choose these games where Higgins could have a big game in the in the chances where they're playing secondaries where they could actually throw. But you know, a lot of times they're run heavy, so he's he's risky. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone on the Browns to me is either Antonio Callaway or Corey Coleman. Until, unless they're like Jarvis and Odell, obviously. Corey Coleman. Had I, to- oh wait, no. Honestly, unless they're money. Jarvis, because Odell has straight up been Antonio Callaway. <laughs> Antonio Callaway. <laughs> Pretty. That's how they use him. Unfortunately for God, us and Odell. That's so cold. All righty. <laughs> uh, Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham, zero catches for the Bears. Cole Komet, seven targets, five catches, thirty-seven yards, and a touchdown. This young fella. Looks real good out there. Yeah, that's one of the things you uh, you watch this guy, you know, start to get some run finally, mm-hmm. catch the ball. You play Jimmy Graham when you think you're going to make the playoffs. You play Cole <laughs> Komet when you know you're not going to make the playoffs. And that's <laughs> where we're at in the Bears season. So that's why you see Cole Komet get seven targets, Jimmy Graham get zero. I think Cole Komet's going to play a lot more. And it makes sense, you know? Yeah. And he, he, like you said, he passes the eye test on so many levels. This guy is huge. He can move and, uh, like, like we've been saying too with their uh, with Jimmy Graham, how many times have we brought Jimmy Graham up as a streamer and as a potential guy to add? Even yeah. we've even put, brought him up as a hero. Uh, the tight end gets targeted in this offense. I'm looking forward to the schedule release next year because if the Bears get a plus tight end matchup, I think Cole Komet might be that one of those late round guys that you can play, and hopefully he blossoms into you know an every week an every tight week end like no guy. one ever does in the back of those rounds. Hey, Jono did it this year. Yeah, it happens. Did it last year. Fant did it for week one and two, but don't forget that Cole came at, or however the hell you want to say his name, because I really don't exactly know how. Um, Me neither. He was the first tight end taken in the draft, so he was, you know, the bell of the ball from the position. Typically, that means something. And, you know, you you start to try to peek inside the eye of the organization here. You you get the early round pick, some reps in the games where you're trying to see what everybody's got. All righty. Jalen Hurts. Boys, is it time? I don't know, but he comes in like <laughs> mid third. He comes in mid third of this game. He gives you a hundred passing yards, throws a passing touchdown, throws a pick. But of course, he gets you twenty nine rushing yards in you know tw- twenty five minutes of football, maybe. Mm-hmm. So you know, his you college rushing numbers are extrapolate that out nuts, and people were not giving him proper proper credit for that in dynasty uh, drafts. But Jalen Hurts, he starts his games. If he, he starts played, to me, he's a right away fantasy goal. guy. They're, they're a dumpster fire. But like if he starts, I, I would have a hard time not putting him in the top 15 quarterbacks weekly. Yeah, 100% Scott. I completely agree. He played 41% of snaps. He had nine fantasy points. That's a 20-point day if he plays the whole game. Exactly. And he didn't even get a chance to get the swagger going a little bit. You know, they're coming into this game, getting their doors blown off. Yeah. And he's trying to keep them alive. And what really kept them alive was that awesome punt return by Jalen Reagan. I was about to say that guy. I I get it, Don. I understand why you keep wanting to bring him up, but he's got to put, he's got to put something better on paper. Close to putting him on the dock. He touched the ball three times in the game. He's got one better on one catch and the punt return touchdown. At the end of the day, this is the statistics game. we're playing. He's still got to get his numbers. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I was actually one of the things I want to say, I almost wish he didn't take that punt back because 
if Jalen Hurts possession another touchdown drive, yeah. all of a sudden, like we're really going nuts for him. And that might be why the Eagles might be able to sneak off of it and start Wentz going forward. Although we certainly hope that they do not because we've been dying to see a Jalen Hurts start for the Eagles all year. It's time. Yeah. One more guy, Logan Thomas, is currently lighting it up on Sunday Night Football. At the time that Scott put him on the dock, he had eight catches for 83 yards on eight targets. Still the same. Okay, there you go. All right, let's move on to the slate. No Thursday night game this week, so we go straight to Sunday. The uh, Taysom Tebow project looked pretty good in New Orleans this week. Taysom Hill actually throwing the ball a lot better. I think next week is QB3 in his three starts. His, uh, I mean, I'm looking at Yahoo right now as QB rating at a 107. So if that means anything to you, it means absolutely nothing to me. You can uh, hold that near and dear to your heart. How about one 40 yard run for Taysom Hill in this game? That's why we were so hyped on him. Uh, you know, we'll see about Drew Brees. Uh, he might come back this week. They're saying mm-hmm. and, uh, he might not. I, I'm hoping like hell yeah. he doesn't. The one thing with Taysom Hill, and this doesn't matter as much for fantasy because of the rushing, Scott, that you presented just now. He's turned the ball over in the red zone in every single one of his starts. So once Breeze comes back, he's not going to play. Or he's not going to get like an extended snapshot. Yeah, like, yeah, 100%. He'll play. Did and Michael Thomas have an identical line to what he had last time? Just about. I think he had more yards and less catches in this one. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. But it was it was very close. It was nice to see him come yeah. back. But you know, it's going to be very matchup dependent. Yeah. I think uh, in the game set. Just makes wow. me wonder. I have it up right now. It's it's eerie how close it is. Um, he had twelve targets for nine catches and one hundred four, and <laughs> okay. that's in week eleven. In week thirteen, he had eleven targets, nine catches, one hundred five. <laughs> if only the Saints could play the Falcons every week. That is that is crazy. It's almost identical. Yeah. Although the Saints get the Eagles next week, copy don't they? paste that stat yeah. line. Yeah, they do. Slay banged up. Could see a good enough Michael Thomas game next week too. Yeah, we usually do. But Michael Thomas, yeah. pretty good football player. Twenty twenty. Yes, he is a good football player. It's yes. nice to see Kamara cross that painted line this week as well. Yes. Detroit upending Chicago. David Montgomery though is Mitch. the big story here. Mitch gave him this game. He sure did. Literally just gift wrapped it. Fumbles. On his own 20, mm-hmm. super late in the game. Yes. And gives AP the chance, the goal line dog, to run in the there. Rumble. Get another touchdown. Uh, if Swift is going to continue to be out, you can start AP. Undoubtedly. Carry on Johnson had three carries. Yeah, they love AP. Yeah. I mean, how could you not? He's yep. a legend. They hate uh, Hawkinson. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to bring him tight up. Tight end three. He did. We don't talk about him because we don't like tight ends and you know we And he's boring. And we dumpster dive tight ends. We don't, you know, glorify good tight ends. We glorify shit tight ends. He deserves he's it. He's been so good. Yeah, he deserves it. He's he's been awesome this year. Oh wow. Interesting it. to see where he gets drafted. Uh, thank you, Tom. Tom Tom's the uh <laughs> the gatekeeper for tight end uh allowance. We've probably even spoken too much about him now. That's fair. No, he deserves it. He he's pretty nice. I was watching that game, I was thinking I wonder where he's going next year. If he's like a five through seven pick, though, not for me. Too too much. Not happening. No. Yeah, me too. I, would, I, I think would he probably agree. ends up right in that range too, Tom. That's usually where those surprise guys, your Evan Ingrams, your, your Mark Martellus Andrews, Bennett. Your, yeah, that's always where those guys end up. 
um hopefully you you listen to my payup for david montgomery you know that was that was a big one it was an easy one i feel like tom said i stole it from him too i feel like everyone felt knew that this type of game could happen for montgomery you saw it even the week before he has a big game so this is back to back 20 pointers and full ppr and he gets houston next week so i think that's houston, another good matchup monster game detroit Minnesota, Jacksonville to end the season for him not bad detroit is a softball right now and you know, so are I'm, the other I'm, three teams I just mentioned, too. For though. sure, but Detroit is special. I mean, if, if you look at the stats against it for running backs, it's They're nuts. It's absolutely in- incredible. And Derrick Henry gets him soon, so, you know, it's only oh. going to get worse. Oh, that's why he's bringing this up. <laughs> that's not why I'm bringing right. it up, but it's true. I mean, we we always say, oh, you know, they're doing uh, really good against the run, but they haven't played Derrick Henry yet. This is even worse. This is right. They're horrible against the run, but they haven't played Derrick Henry. And they're Henry about yet. to get Derrick Henry. Yeah. They're definitely going to shut him down. Speaking of Derrick Henry, one of his more lackluster performances of the last, like, three or four years, uh, due in part because of Baker Mayfield's four touchdown passes in the second quarter. The Browns take this one 41-35. Uh, very interesting game. 38-7 at halftime. Yeah, you, can't, was... you can't give the big man his thir- the 30 touches he deserves in a game like that. Uh, your defense got to step up a little more. Ryan Tannehill, 389 and three touchdowns in this one. That's pretty awesome. Loved seeing that. I spot started him in a league this week and got very lucky with that. He's been pretty reliable. He's going to finish, yeah. I would say, probably right on the fringe of a uh, QB1. Who's more reliable, Ryan Tannehill or the Miami Dolphins defense? What do they have? Uh, six well, sacks? They have been Miami Dolphins. You, can almost, you can almost cue the bagpipes for them because they play Kansas City next week. Oh, man. It was fun while it lasted, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Trust me. Like I said, I, like Tom has, has noted as well, I have them everywhere and I've had them everywhere for weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've actually been making moves to uh, actually you might you might hear this early enough. You can add the Cowboys defense who plays. Uh, the yeah, Bengals. they don't play until tonight. Yeah, and they play the Bengals next week. Who who knows is going to play quarterback for them? And they're just terrible. So uh, could be a free a freebie ad for you. That's what good I point. did in a couple weeks. Um, good to have you back, gonna, Miles Gaskin. Just going to bring it up though. Logan Thomas uh, just scored a touchdown, so he's his stat line's even better. He's going buck nasty. He's really good. He's, he's good. Really good. He's a real tight end option, and he actually might be one of those guys that you look for week one next year as well. Yeah, I'm pissed that. Uh, we probably won't be able to pick him on the stream this week. No. Miles Gaskin, though, good good uh, to have you back. He was second on the Dolphins in receiving yards, came back and absolutely led the backfield. Um, just wanted to bring that up. I felt like, yeah, this was uh, – we, we had signified him as a scroll down, too, and it was such a no-brainer. It, mm-hmm. it stinks he couldn't get a touchdown for you here. It really would have capped off a great day, but he has 23 total touches. He gets you 141 total yards. Ooh. Not bad at all. Love that. Jacksonville, Minnesota. The uh, the rumblings about James Robinson are are growing into a roar because I mean it's it's absolutely well worth it. But you know he's going to be this I think a second third line guy. This is next my year. guy. Yeah, he has been the backbone of my fantasy football season. <laughs> not <laughs> just a team. Not just one team. Not just not a one team. league. My whole season has been backboned. 
by James Robinson, the waiver wire pickup, or, you know, in my auction league, it was, it was a late draft. I got him for $1 out of 200 max, you know, it's, you know, those are the moves you never forget. He will, he will be a player (laughs) that I will never, I will never forget the season that James Robinson has given me the undrafted rookie who is going to finish as a top 10 running back. Yeah. He's only getting stronger as the year goes on too. Speaking of only getting stronger, Justin Jefferson, man, he's officially entered the rookie of the year race. I think in my opinion, and he may have taken the league, the lead, the stat line that he has right now, he's got a thousand yards. He's got five games over a hundred yards. Nobody's done that. Um, the five over a hundred, but the other guys who did it one rookie of the year, Odell and Quan Bolden. And I believe it was Randy Moss. Can he get to a hundred catches and Quan Bolden? Rookie first game, I think he went absolutely apeshit. But didn't Justin Jefferson he had like ten for two hundred and two? Yeah, yeah, Jefferson did too. Yeah, Jefferson was hitting the gritty at like the six yard line. Yeah. <laughs> Anquan, his first like ever catch. It, he it is very and he's pretty he's pretty similar to Anquan Bolden in some ways actually. But it's kind of cool that they both started you know pedal to the floor and hopefully he'll never let up the way Anquan Bolden never let up. So uh, gotta yeah, like Justin Jefferson right now. They played that was their twelfth game they played? Yes. Okay. He he only has sixty one catches, so he won't get to a hundred. I was wondering if he was gonna get us to that beloved hundred thousand ten number, mm. which That'd won't be this crazy. year, but he might next year. He's one of the easiest candidates to pick for a new member of that club. Sixty one catches, uh ten thirty nine and seven touchdowns through twelve games. So, you know, you add another quarter of those He's numbers onto his season. And he ends with like Who 80 knows? catches and yeah. 10 touchdowns. Awesome, man. Pretty good. Derek Carr, pretty good yesterday. Screw you, Derek Carr. <laughs> he is annoying. So. That was awful. 0.6 last week. Against the Falcons. 30 burger yeah. this week. And screw you because, like, I, I get it. I'm not the biggest Jets fan of all time. It would be nice for them to get one freaking win. And then he throws this lollipop and rugs. just runs forever, snags it. Hope God. What do you think of the zero blitz call? You got <laughs> to respect that. You don't that. play single coverage against Henry Ruggs. Derek Carr was so confident that they were coming with a zero blitz. He asked Darren Waller, Darren Waller of the 13 catch, 200 yard, two touchdown stat line. Darren Waller in that game held him into block because he knew it was a zero blitz coming and he could hit yes. rugs on the deep when, ball. Uh, the full PPR when, 40 burger from rug or from uh Waller, by the way, from a tight end, from Absolutely a tight end, absurd. Which, you, which you just never see. It's just legendary. Speaking of that, that's what I was going to ask you guys. Have, did uh Kels or Kittle, when they had those, those seasons, when they were battling for like the yardage record for tight ends, mm-hmm. did they ever drop a 200 yard? Kittle game? came close. I don't know if I've ever seen a tight end get 200 receiving I don't think so either game. now that you mention it's it. It's pretty too. crazy. Yeah. He got it's it on really the dot. He plays well, receiver though. pretty much. But, yeah, he got exact. He knew exactly what he needed, Tom. It's awesome. Jets just refused to cover him. Or anyone, really. Or the spread. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Phillip Rivers leading the Colts into a resurgent second half of their season posed by Phillip Rivers has been phenomenal. We talked about T.Y. Hilton coming back from the dead as well. Uh, Jonathan Taylor scores. Naheem Hines scores. Jonathan Taylor with his best game of Ever. his career. Over 100 yards, uh, too, in this 91 one. 91 rushing, and he gets 44 receiving catches, all three of his targets. 39-yard receiving touchdown. Which I was going to say, looking like that receiving yardage forward. came all on that one play pretty much, but it was a nice what, one, and he deserved it. Nice. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, I mean, he, uh, you look at the matchups coming down the pike here. Um, giddy up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is the type of guy where, I mean, obviously, they do a great job throwing the ball here. But the Colts, they're, they're not going to win playoff games like that. They're going to win playoff games running the ball. And this is the type of guy who can get going late in the season. Sure. We've, we've compared him maybe a little, maybe much too prematurely to Derrick Henry. <laughs> and maybe that's that's more his upside. But, hey, you know, there's still time left in this season for him to find it. For sure. For sure. All right. Rams, Cardinals. Cardinals have suddenly lost three in a row. Doesn't stop Kyler from balling out, obviously. Uh, Kenyon Drake has now scored, I think, in like three of three straight or three of the last four. Second so he's half, been pretty Kenyon. solid. Uh, we mentioned Cam Akers, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup both putting up super solid weeks, year week in and week out. Really, it seems. Remember like when you two. were starting Christian Kirk every week? You can't do that anymore. One no. catch, two yards, man. What happened to him? He will yeah, be back. I think we already lost him last week. I had him in an extra flex uh, league, twelve man league, and I was playing him. You know, obviously for a streak there every week, and it mm-hmm. was like, you know, boom, flip of the switch. He is like, no doubt starter to completely unstartable. Yep. It's just three uh, twenty spots in a row, and uh, those are his best games by far. The rest is just crap. Mostly the rest are under ten. Tom, our uh, our payups for the Rams receivers couldn't get in the end zone for us. But I know. God. Bob Woods, 10 catches, 85 yards, and 11 targets. Cooper Cup, 8 catches, 73 yards on 9 targets. The, the touchdowns are coming for these guys. They're both great. You, you can't just keep getting all these rushing touchdowns, right? They got to they gotta break through at some point. Including one for Goff, too. Right. Goff throws yeah. for 351 in one touchdown? Not usually oh. how it goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cooper's due for, uh, like, a... I broke this one out. Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's due for like three touchdowns, man. <laughs> yep. I keep betting on it and I keep losing quiet year in the touchdown department for mm-hmm. him, but, uh, which know, is why you drafted him. So that kind of sucks, but I'm, he's been solid, but he was kind of getting devalued. I think toward the end of draft season to where yeah. he's, he hasn't been too bad for you. He's been floating in the top 25 receivers all year. Yeah. I think he's been, I mean, he's been certainly, worth the pick but not in the way that you expected him to be for sure all right it's time to admit it scott wayne gallman is good oh boy wayne gallman is good yeah if you watch if you watch this game especially the second half of this game the 60 yard run he breaks off is just amazing and, and then we talked about uh cuck alfred Moore stealing a touchdown mm-hmm. next drive he bangs off another like 30 yard mm-hmm. and you know 16 carries 135 yards. Unfortunately, I don't even think he gets a target in this game. So, you know, you'd love to see him get more touches to get that 20, like 24, 25 touch mark like he had last week. Yeah. But I mean, you, and also you, you look at the roster, uh, Devontae Freeman goes on COVID reserve this week. He's, He's not coming back. He was to still do on injured reserve. This and, is Gallman's job I, for sure. I, I can imagine that at this point, you got to think that Wayne Gallman has secured the job mm-hmm. and, as he should have. And the entire time he rocks and he rocks. He really does rock. Broke the touchdown streak, though. Yeah. Not through his... That's not his fault. You know what? I'm, I'm not blaming him for that. When you get cut by Alfred Morris that's twice right. in the red zone, that's not your fault. That's, on that's the your coach. coach's yeah. fault. Don, crazy thing yes. just happened. I just realized that I almost blew the high scorer in our league. You might catch me. You still might. Yeah. I dropped my kicker. I just had to add another one at 8-14 because at 8-15 the game starts. I just like, oh, I can't win this game. Uh, but I have to have someone kick to defend my honor. Panicked. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, just, I just panicked right there. 
I uh, got for you? the Robbie Gold. He's about the fifth kicker oh, I owned this week, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I thought you had Zerline. Now I'm actually, now I'm like, yeah, Tom's got that locked up. Robbie that Gold rules. Right. It looks like Washington's about to win this game. Of course they are. Packers, Eagles, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. I have been invested in it for is like there five anything, years in a row now. Is there anything sweeter in this life than Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams? Aaron Rodgers to Jordy was You know what is nice? Else, you know, though. And you know I'm not like a – I love Rodgers. He's a great player, but I'm not the worshiper that, that Don is. So mm-hmm. I'm only getting him like if he's super late. In one of my leagues, I got him in the 13th round this year. How's that going? Oh, my God. You know, just he's been – incredible i haven't even thought about quarterback in you know that and that's rare for me to mm-hmm. not have to think about quarterback weekly in a league it's just every week doesn't matter 20 points book yeah i will say this was a great redemption shot for aaron jones packers have been really pass heavy in the goal to go situations so aaron jones is like fine i'm not gonna give you the chance to cuck me again 75 yards house to seal call. the game to the house on a great run Great vision, great job setting up his blocks all the way down the He's field. He's fun to watch. Aaron Jones is going to make a lot of money in the offseason, but unfortunately, I don't think he's going to the Packers. It will be interesting. I think they would have re-signed him by now, and he's going to ask for too much money. They got Jamal Williams, who they can probably get on the cheap. Those are like. those are things Don speculates about, and Tom and I don't. We yep. move on to things like Dallas Goddard, five catches, 66 yards, seven targets. Mark of the Beast. Um, he the only reason I bring him up is because uh, Zach Ertz played. So it's nice to see him still be the target yep. uh, reception and yardage leader for the team, even with Ertz on the field at the same time. We'll Ertz's see what happens is up this year too. if Jalen Hurts uh, takes over and how that how he divvies up the mm-hmm. targets. Ertz was not horrible right. either, by the way. Um, he might be out there in some leagues. He got a couple catches, which is as good as any tight end. His upside is uh, a lot greater than that, so. If you're in a tough spot, Kyle Rudolph last week. He that's sure did. Actually, what I'm doing, I'm shifting from Kyle Rudolph to Zach Ertz next week. Nice one. I mean, in terms of pedigree, it's a pretty good pickup. Godspeed. Godspeed is right, but I mean, it is a pretty good pickup. All right, Patriots Chargers. Yuck. I mean, Dude. you can't even really be that thrilled about the Patriots in this one. You know, I, and uh, I know that Don. Don, you brought it up too. It's like, listen. It happens to every rookie quarterback. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna have a game. I don't know when it's gonna be because mm-hmm. he looks really good, and I'm not gonna act like I'm gonna be able to pinpoint it. But he's gonna have a game where he just plays like dog shit, and he did. And that's what happened here. They got you know he gets incredibly exposed by Bill Belichick. Guess who else does? Anyone else who plays him? Any rookie Sunday. quarterback they play. You know, um, so it's nice to see guys just like kind of survive here. Like Keenan Allen, at least he gets you almost ten in full PPR. Eckler gets you. 10 in full PPR. So even in a game where they lose 45, nothing, the, the, the skilled players for the chargers, at least are getting you something when they leave the game, they're not yeah. getting you like a Ezekiel Elliott, two points. Yeah. And you're not allowed to be mad at Herbert either, by the way, because he probably already got you into the playoffs. He could have blown it for you this week. Could have blown it for you for sure. You're allowed but... to be mad at anyone you want. It's a free country. Fine. I'm mad at Deontay Johnson <laughs> as always. He drops everything. He really drops way too many passes for how good I think he is. Is that where we're at? Uh, we're at Broncos Chiefs right now. How about have a day, Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon almost single-handedly won this game for the Broncos. He had a nice one. Nice he, long He really run. did. A couple yeah, of I think them. at one point he was 10 carries for 110, though, too, before he got stopped short on a few. Um, that's, yeah. uh, that's pretty good. 
15 for a buck 31, and he caught one of his targets for 11 yards. So he gets you 142 total in this game. Tim, pra- Tim Patrick gets you both touchdowns for the Broncos. Would have been amazing day if he gets if he crosses that painted line for Tim you. Practical uh, Jokers. Nice. Ooh, nice one. You like um, that Tim one? Patrickal Jokers. Yeah, I do like that a lot. I hope he <laughs> I hope he has a better season so we can draft him and uh, make that a team name. Tim Practical Joker. Tim <laughs> Practical Joker, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's hard to say, um, actually. Le'Veon gets the chance here. Obviously, they uh, they just cucked us with Ceh not playing, but Le'Veon really didn't do anything to impress yeah. you. Eleven no. carries, forty yards. He had a nice sixteen yard carry. He had a nice fourteen yard catch. So he gets thirty of his you know uh, fifty five total yards on two plays. The rest of them not really doing too much. Uh, but you know if CEH is not going to play or, you know, be sick and have this weird status around him, mm-hmm. it kind of seems like they don't have a problem leaning on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Daryl Williams only got six carries in this game and one catch, although he had much better uh, like yards per carry. Very good point. Le'Veon. All right. Trivia time. Travis Kelsey, if he were a wide receiver would be at what position in the wide receiver rankings right now? Full point PPR. Uh, half. A little worse than it's, I'm gonna say wide receiver eleven. Three. Holy crap. He's had a DK Metcalf. He passed Metcalf. So it's Tyreek Adams and then Tyreek Adams and Kelsey, Kelsey Metcalf. Yeah. And then I, I didn't know if he don't think D- there's another I didn't know tight end. If he, yeah. if he passed DK yet or not. Yeah. Uh so I guess DK has been a, on a little bit of a decline. So even with the hammer that he threw down this week, Darren Waller and half PPR still Forty six points behind Travis Kelsey in the tight end points. Score. I mean, still depart. I feel like that's a credit to Darren Waller. Still, yeah, he's still having an amazing. Season. Oh, he's great. You got him at nowhere near the value you paid for Travis Kelsey. You got him at the value you paid for like the tight ends who are complete busts. Yeah, like Ertz and you know even like Mark Andrews who who's been a bust, especially relative to Waller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's been a it's a great point. Any uh, any Mark Andrews news lately? I haven't seen anything. I heard that Harbaugh said something like the diabetes was not a complication with COVID, as he knows so far. So I think that's hopeful that he'll be back. But you know, you, I want him back where I've got him. There's no doubt about it. Oh, dude, plus sure. or not? Well, he's not playing today, like right? That, you get a guy like that that you could put back in at tight end. He's no, he's not playing on Tuesday. Okay, he won't play Tuesday, and I've heard nothing about it, Tom. But I wait with bated breath as well. Yeah, I was actually doing some deeper. So many of us too. All right. Well, that'll do it for the week 13 recap. Next week, we get you started on the fantasy football playoff run. Let's do this. Holy shit. Yeah. The sprint continues. I'm in in six out of eight leagues, and I don't know if I'll have a buy in any of them. So so Scott's going to have a well-researched episode coming up on Thursday. Sleep Saturday night just so stressed. I've got a pretty chill uh, week 14 ahead of me, to be honest, man. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it's ever been this chill. Keep the phone line open, bro. I'm going to need you. Mm -hmm. I'm lucid for you, Scotty. When you're not, I'll be clear. (laughs) Please. Thank you. I'm going to need you, buddy. All righty. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at RutsFF. We will see everybody on Thursday for the week 14 preview. The fantasy football playoffs are on the horizon. You go ahead and you keep scoring. Hey, we were born to win.